It is Friday evening, 11 p.m. in the East Coast. This is the exact moment that I realize that I still don't have an intro for the show. A little show we like to call Mix Minus. And I know you're saying to yourself, hey, self, who the hell's we? I'm talking about, of course, my good buddy, Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. We could hire a script writer. Uh, go, on, go on Fiverr and, and uh, hire a script. I'm doing yeah, excellent, Adam. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a really good idea. It could be a bit. It could, so could we could a... pay. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen these YouTubers. No, I think mm-hmm. this is a brilliant idea that you just had oh, or that I had, actually. Okay, yes. Um, because all of these YouTubers, the, the big thing to do mm-hmm. is to say, I went on Fiverr and paid five people to do this thing and then they compare them yes now i think the 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 downside for us is i feel like the reason that's a thing it's because fiverr because sponsors, fiverr sponsors them. Yeah, them yeah it says hey we'll give you some free uh fiverr money if you do a video about us uh let's see i'm gonna just type in here let's see uh script all right i'm sure someone does that I will write a video script for corporate, YouTube, or websites, $25. I will write a captivating sales video script for $60. Ooh. Our studio will create a full German animated video with dot, 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 but it's $370. A full German animated yeah, video. I don't, I don't know what that I means. I mean, it's like, I, I, I think of that. Yeah, that, that, uh, I am going around the... <laughs> isn't there at least one South Park episode where the the mom's like into poop or something and they say shiza the entire epi- I don't know I, I'm just like anyway yeah all right fine then we'll we'll put this on the old board for for something that we should uh that we should shoot for aspiration our aspirational board why can't I talk today I don't know this is why, absolutely why insane you? I normally can talk. I am normally a, a functioning adult human being that can talk in sentences and make sense until I sit down to do this show. And then it's blue. Great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I think so. Cyclone says Batance and Lawson did that years ago for a theme song. I don't think they did Fiverr. I believe that they just knew about the that was, that was flat 29. Yeah, that, that wasn't yeah. a contest. That was uh, flat 29. It was a member. Well, I mean, they technically are not. We haven't demoted them from being a member. I don't but think they do a podcast they, anymore. They used to participate in Pride 48 events. And uh, and then, you know, they yeah. created jingles for loads of. They created cocktails and cream puffs. They created uh, 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 greetings from nowhere, I believe. And they also now do various versions of the Catching Up show. Well, there you go. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, no, he's saying that he did Fiverr before they actually contracted Fletcher. I seem to recall a long time ago that there was like, he had a bunch of them and he played them on his show to get Mike's reaction and they all sucked. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I don't remember it being Fiverr at least, but you know, I could be I wrong. just, you know, the, the site is called Fiverr yet. I don't see anything for five bucks. When it started out, I feel like there was a lot of $5 things and then they're like, oh, you can charge whatever you want and nothing is $5. So. I did see that uh, Coco Peru uh, on her YouTube channel today, Just I, she needs to make a car payment or something because she's putting out, you know, like, oh, you can go buy my merchandise here. And one of the items that she has for sale is a 20-minute phone call with her. Oh, that would be a $5. 
that that could go on Fiverr. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I don't know what she's charging for. Let's see what's Coco Peru's website. Coco Peru. Are you a friend? Uh, are you a Cocoa Puff, Adam? I don't think so. Are you? Because do you even, I don't. Do you know you, who Miss no. Coco Peru is? No. Well, we have been watching back seasons of Drag Race, but I don't remember anyone named Coco Peru. Now she was I, never on Drag Race. She was never on Drag Race. Oh, did, did, then, did you no, ever no, no. see? Did you ever see a little movie called? Um, oh, what was that movie called? Uh, someone in the chat room want to help me out here? Is it, it was a movie that had that? It was like, uh, have you ever gotten come in your eyes? It. Burns, I tell you, it burns. Oh no, I do, I do recognize that face. Yeah, that's Coco. But every time I saw that person, I always thought it was the the drag queen that always used to be on um, the show with uh, uh, the podcast with (laughs) the the, the guys. Oh, with the guys, yeah, friends with Taylor and. They're friends. One of them's an actor at Disneyland, and one of them's like named B or something, Mister Super. Oh, yeah, the Q cast, Q cast connection. Yeah, those folks. Yeah, they used to have a drag queen that would appear on that would be on episodes, Ah. and for and I don't even know what that drag queen looks like. I could be completely wrong, but it's like you ever have an image of what someone looks like? Every time I see a picture of Coco Peru, I think it's the drag queen that was on Q cast. Mm Probably not the same person. Let's see. I mean, it could be. But that's what I always think. I don't know why I think that, but every time I see a picture of that drag queen, I think QCast. So it doesn't It doesn't tell me where I can this, get this phone number. It doesn't tell me how much this phone... Oh, personal calls and videos. Okay. Yes. I would like you to call me. A phone call from Coco Peru is $50, Adam. If oh, we, if we wanted to talk nothing. To, if we wanted to talk to Coco Peru for 20 minutes... So... Would that include like an interview on a podcast? Would only be fifty dollars? Could ask. Or is like a you know like a media thing is more you know because it's media. We're media. I think I think she's just stuck at home and bored, and (laughs) (laughs) she would probably talk to us for free. But she should do a cameo. Like she uh, she does. You 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 can get a cameo, but that's video. A cameo is video. That you gotta okay. You know, for a drag queen, that means you got to put on makeup. You got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can do a phone interview. You need to use your drag voice. You don't have to. So I'm watching to. this show on Netflix called um, Love on the Spectrum. I've, I watched that show. And, and I couldn't uh, decide. All right. So uh, you, you mentioned this on another show. Yeah. Geeky Gay. Yeah. So you, you watched. It's and uh, Well, I see. I wrestle with that. But go ahead and make your point because I, I wrestle well, with that. Just remind you. Sorry there wasn't much of a point. I was just going to say that uh, the episode, because I've only watched, we're only a couple of episodes in now. And they go on a date to this cosplay, this uh, comic convention. And I didn't realize at like Comic-Con that act old actors from like I Dream of Genie and Gilligan's <laughs> Island yes. and all that. Like, I don't think of those as comics. Or something that would appear, you know, at those types of conventions. But this guy really was in love with the lady who played Dawn Wells. Yes. Dawn Dawn Wells, who played Marianne on Gilligan's Island. And the first comment I have is she was very sweet. I thought, oh, how sweet. That lady is so sweet. She was so nice to him. I mean, she knew she was being filmed for a documentary thing. So that probably she was being extra sweet. However, I feel sad for those old actors who... They have to go to these comic conventions 
to make a living, basically. I, I don't know why. I mean, I feel like they're just like, uh, I've got to pay the rent. You know, I've got to go, you know, sit at a table and sign autographs. I mean, maybe they love it, but I, I just feel like it's it seems sad, just like the actors who need to be on Cameo. I just feel like if you're at that point, yes. you can't get any work anymore. You're having I, you to know figure what? out. I don't, like, even th- I don't think that it's from what I understand, they make bank. It's like uh, if you've ever appeared on a Star Trek episode doing anything ever in your life. You're set for life. You go to these conventions and you can charge people 30, 40 bucks to take a picture with you and they'll line up to do it. And it's like, it's crazy. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what these conventions are. It's like the guy that played the Gorn on the original Star Trek was a panelist. He got paid to be a panelist at the, like the dude that put on the little rubber head and went around in the summer. But you know, you got to feel like Star Trek is one thing because Star Trek literally has its own conventions. Like yes, but, that's but how famous all it is. Of, but that's the shit. Soap operas, old TV shows like Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. They, they all have these cult followings. It's a very big, it's like anything that you might think of as a hobby like anything that you know what oh i really loved gilligan's island i really loved jim Regini. it's like because the internet is made the world so small now you can literally connect with millions of other people who love gilligan's island True. and that then people set up these conventions and and do these things it's crazy so so since you had certain opinions on this and uh I, I want to give you my opinion so I far. I never have opinions, I, uh, Adam. I try to be the most neutral person on, on the face. Well, because it seemed like you were conflicted on this show. I am, so I will, I, yes. I, am. I will make a comment, uh, a couple of comments, and then we can see if our comments line up. All right, so just so that um, uh, everyone can stay on the same page with us, we're no longer talking about Gilligan's Island. We're now talking no. about the Netflix show, Love on the Spectrum. Go ahead, Adam, make your point. I have a few things. So I, I find it to be funny, not in a bad way, but just amusing the way that they interact with each other on these dates. And so I will chuckle. And then Mark says to me something along the lines of, is it appropriate to laugh at these people? Because, uh, and and I'm like, well, it's cute. I mean, I'm not like making fun of them. We're sitting on the couch. Okay. That's what, and I have an autistic niece. So I feel like, Oh, that's is that like that's, having a black. That's, friend? Yes, that is very. That's very close to having a black friend there. Okay, yeah. so uh, so that's one thing. I mean, some, I, it's, some it's, of my closest niece no, are autistic. But I mean, it's it's cute because the thing that I noticed is when they're interacting with each other, it's almost as if they're poorly reading cue cards. Yes. So like they're like so, what are your hobbies? Because you know, they, they like, are reading cue cards they, because but, they, they have no, they have real trouble with social interaction. Well, but no, I don't know if they're literally, because I mean, this is a TV show, cause, so they could be literally reading cue cards, but. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm they saying learn is, it off a of flashcard. So yeah, they're yeah. in their head, they're just reading what was on the card. So that's what I was, that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, they meet with that, the uh, autistic matchmaker woman. And, yes. uh, and then she tells them, you know, this is how you interact. And then when they go on these dates, they literally interact that way. And you can see the gears turning in there, you know, okay, what, what am I supposed to say next? You know, but also it made me think, man, all of this stuff that we do, we do that when I would go on a date, you're doing that internally. Like you're thinking, is this person, do they have something in common with me? 
do I enjoy the same things that they're saying? You know, oh, I need to keep the conversation going. Is there a lull? You know, all these things happen, but it's all subconscious. And like, we're not sitting there thinking, okay, I've got to ask this thing next or whatever. Generally, it's just interesting how, you know, they, it's just interesting. And I find it kind of adorably cute. It, I found the entire, it's a five episode series so it's not a huge investment there's only five episodes they're they're each an hour well they're each 40 something minutes right so um i feel all right here's here is my problem with it right is that yes on some level we all struggle with that like we can think back to you know when we were first learning how to socialize in school and whatever and go on dates and stuff like that so there's a very you know relatable area to that because these are basically adults that seem to be struggling as if they were children. And, but you can still recognize a, a struggle there that you can identify with. And of course, uh, you're immediately on their side. Like you want them to win. So you're cheering for them. And it, so it is a very emotional series in that you really do get wrapped up in these people's lives. You want the best for them. You want them to succeed. Like they're all, you know, uh, great people. I mean, they, they seem like interesting people as they're, you know, granted this is an, interviews that are edited down and right it's probably the not. one guy the one guy who uh, did anime uh who drew yes. anime mm-hmm. he's so talented at, at drawing like it was really good i don't know if that's what he does for a living as well but and then uh, really but here's where i had a problem with it adam is that i would find myself laughing at situations and things that they said and i would be like uh, am i am i just am i laughing at their if you'll think back one of the one of the episodes uh this one crazy girl. Um, well, I've only seen spat- two. Okay, well, you haven't hit it yet, then. Okay, but I'll, it's, this isn't a spoiler. But the, right, watch for this scene. She would often jump around when she got excited, like uncontrollably, like jump okay. around. And so on her date, her date told her something, and she got excited, and so she started to like dance around. And he thought that he should dance around too. And so he like was laughing and started dancing around too. And she immediately stops. And goes, You're making fun of my disability. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, okay. And so I, it's yeah, just so I, hard. It's like, I feel like nobody's intentions were bad in making this series. You know, I feel like the, the filmmakers have a no, genuine, I, they're showing everyone in their best light, which means that the filmmakers had a, a genuine interest in, you know, showing this, I feel like you can giggle or laugh in a non making fun of someone way that you just but find what the is making fun amusing. of it. Yeah. But what is making, and that's, that's where I wrestled. And I'm not saying right. one way or the other. I just, I watched the entire series. I really like the series. I just feel conflicted about it because I'm like, do I recommend that other people watch this? Because you kind of feel like a jerk laughing at them. But at the same time, it's not, you're not laughing at them because they like, you know, tripped and fell on the ground and hurt themselves or something. Right. I mean, you're, you're just laughing at these really awkward social interactions that they're trying to work through. And because we are not socially awkward, like we, in other words, we understand social situations. We can look at it and go like, Oh my God, that would be hilarious. It's like kind of one of those watching a, someone try to learn to finger paint or something, you know, it's like the same way we, we watch toddlers, right. And toddlers do silly things or say things out of order and whatnot. And we laugh at them. Right. They said something stupid, so we're laughing at them. I mean, they're not, they're not saying it because they're stupid. They're saying it because they're trying to understand English, right? They're trying to yeah. work out the, the, the unwritten rules of the English language. And it's like, and you can laugh at, you know, when my nephew like brought a bag of potato chips and handed it to me and went, it's locked. 
right? Because <laughs> it, and I was just like, you're right, it is. So it's like, and that's cute, uh, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's the same kind of laughter. And if you watch, the parents will sometimes laugh at their children at yeah, some of the things yeah. they say or whatever. And I feel like, no, I'm not their parent. But I feel like it's a similar kind of, you know, oh, that's cute sort of thing yeah. versus, they, and you know. You, the, every single subject, I hate to say subject, but every single subject that they followed in this documentary, it, you you genuinely do care about. They're They're all wonderfully told people and their families are supporting of them. And, and it's, it's just, it's a very heartwarming little, yeah. I guess that's right. It's, it's a heartwarming thing. If you, you should can get past the part about feeling creepy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've watched this one, but you should also watch the, and I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one about the Indian matchmaker. No, I haven't seen that one. Now I find that one just very interesting because of the way because they literally are doing like arranged marriages. Oh yeah, you talked about this do. on a on a and on a on a the geeky game. Yeah, I find it. I found it incredibly interesting. Like I can't even fathom like this culture, like mm-hmm. how how they. But it's so interesting to see like you know, and the mom's like, okay, uh, it is now. I don't know. I'm just making up a month. It is now May. You will be married by the end of November. He hasn't even dated anyone yet. Right. You know? I mean, and she's yet, like, and yet she's, most of those arranged marriages work out to be way better than, you know, anyway, the, so, uh, the ones in the in, in our culture. I don't remember the name, but it's it's good. I would recommend you watch that as well. There's a lot to be said for Netflix Minute, everyone. <laughs> but there's a lot to be said for the concept of if two people want to be in a relationship. And that is their goal, right, is to be a couple, to be in that relationship, then, you know, then you're working together. I think the, the it doesn't matter whether it's an arranged marriage or whether you fell in love with each other or whatever. It's like if your goals are aligned and you're both working to do the same thing, then it's just going to be much easier and yeah. more successful than if you're just uh, like like Melania Trump was quoted uh, today. There was an audio tape that came out of from this book that one of her aides wrote. But basically, she was basically like, uh, I'm having to work on these Christmas ornaments. Who cares about these fucking Christmas ornaments and stuff like that? And it's just like, it's like, and I'm like, she's, she's talking to a friend on the phone. So you only hear her side of it. She's like, oh, I've been working my ass off so hard on these decorations. And I was just horrible and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like going like, really? That's stressful to you? Like picking <laughs> ornaments out of a book? It's like, you're not putting the trees up. You're not putting the ornaments on them. There's like workers True. that are doing that. You're literally just going through a book going, uh-huh. How about this one with that? And how about this? It's like, it's not like the first lady's job is to sit down with a blank sheet of paper and have to like draw the graphics and, uh, you know, it's like, and pull the, the swatches of fabric. It's like, there are designers there that are going like, here's our idea, ma'am. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And she considers that, Adam, to be a difficult job uh, is uh, uh, there was a point here somewhere. Oh, I know what it was. It's like, you know, she's, she's not interested in being a couple. She's interested in being taken care of. Like she's interested in, you know, she's not because being a couple requires work. That was my whole point. Wasn't oh, that fun it to was. go down that whole side It was road so there? fun. It was so fun. But yeah, watch, I don't know the name of that what other one, but you should watch it. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds great. Yeah. Even though it has no title. I don't remember Indian matchmaker. I don't know. You'll, you'll see it. (laughs) 
It was probably on the recommended ones. It, it was right up there with Love in the Spectrum in my recommended queue. Or I am, I am, and uh, I've noticed that you're no longer talking about the Expanse. So I'm guessing that we've given up on the Expanse. No, well, I haven't given up on it. it we just haven't. We've started watching Ratchet, and then uh, we just haven't had time to go back to it. I was going to watch it on my own because he said he wasn't all that interested, but then he got offended when I said I was going to watch it on my own. So we're still going to watch it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think Shit's Creek season six just dropped on Netflix too. Yeah, we don't like that one. I don't like that one either. So Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch season six and you don't have to. How's okay. That? How's that? I mean, it may it may get really good, like after the first season, just like Expanse gets really good right after the first season. But I tried some episodes, and I just I don't know. Maybe um, I don't like to laugh. It could be that's what it is. You probably I, hate to laugh. You know what we forgot to do, Adam? We forgot to remind people that it is as of this recording on October second. It is only one month and one day until election day, November third. You need to make sure that you are registered to vote. Uh, deadlines for doing that are. Passing, if not already passed in your state, but if you're in a state where your uh, registration deadline has not passed and you are not registered, then go get yourself registered. Uh, And then also don't forget to vote. And if you want to request a mail-in ballot, there are different deadlines in all 50 states. And it seems like a whole lot of stuff to keep track of. Adam, where would they go to find out like all of that information? Oh, God. They would go to um, vote like a beast. Dot com. Is that really a thing? I was going to uh, just send them to vote.org vote or like howto.vote, but, uh, you know. They, they could go to vote. Yes, they could go to votelikeabeast.com. Votelikeabeast.com. What is this? Is that is this how to vote like Mr. Beast or something? Is, you know, it, I don't remember who did this. It was... But it does may, it allow you to, it allows oh, you to pick your state? It's, it's the Good Mythical Morning folks. Oh, okay. But does it allows you to pick your state and to see what the deadlines are in those states? Well, and- it says there's a link for how to vote by mail, find your polling place, understand your rights. Okay. If you just go to howto.vote, though, you can choose your state and then get all kind of information directly for, for your local election. Remember, they have that, they have uh, that too, but it just takes you to vote.org. Oh, okay. Same thing. So uh, anyway, just make sure you do all of that stuff. It doesn't matter as long as you vote. This is an important thing to do. Do not get discouraged by bullying. Do not get discouraged by people telling you that, uh, you know, that your vote's not going to count or whatever. It doesn't matter. Vote. Just I would vote. also say, I hate It'll to say make this. make you feel better. But I would also say, <clears throat> vote in person. <laughs> That is wear, a complicated. That wear, is actually a, that's wear way more a mask. Wear a mask, but I would recommend you vote in person. I wouldn't. I would recommend that you vote in person if you live in a battleground state that does not allow for the early counting of absentee ballots. So, uh, to give you an idea, like in Florida, they start counting the absentee ballots two weeks before the election, so that on election night all the mail-in ballots are just added in in a lump sum at the end. So it's like they do, they spend the two weeks before the election counting those votes. And then the only things that they have to deal with on the mail-in ballots are the ones that came in like the day before or something, you know, that they, they have to add to the pile. But my point is, is that it, then it's not like, oh, we're going to have to spend two weeks counting the ballots. Well, where Florida people has those chads they have to deal with. So but you know, what I'm saying is those. if you live in a state where they pre-count the absentee ballots, then yes, make sure that you like we're not trusting the mail. 
So Zach and I both already have our ballots and uh, they're already filled out. I'm not going to mail them because when early voting starts here in Florida, you can drop them off at the early voting sites in person. So I'm going to do that so that I'm not risking the postal service, whatever. I'm going to take them and put them in an official ballot box. Uh, Also in Florida, we can track them to see whether they've been counted or whether there's an issue with it or whatever. So you can follow up on it. Wow, look how advanced you guys are. Yeah, but there are some states where mail-in voting is is ridiculously hard to do. I think in Arkansas, you like, you know, they send a carrier pigeon and then you have to like, you know, tape it to his leg. Right. And then hope he gets, so, you know, if, if you're in Georgia or Tennessee or a lot of the Southern states or, you know, Michigan or whatever, just check out your, check your, your, your local. And if you do need to go in person, then do what Adam says, make sure you wear a mask and, uh, socially distance because Adam, because, because if you don't do that, then you're going to catch the damn, uh, Corona, Corona, no virus. Yes, you will. Uh, as did our president who has been saying for the last umpteen weeks that uh, it's no big deal. It's uh, it's a hoax. And uh, actually, in fairness, he didn't call it a hoax. He called what the Democrats were doing a hoax, but that's that's semantics. Uh, he basically has been downplaying like, oh, wear a mask if you want to. Why are you wearing a mask? It's like, even on this debate the other night, even on this crap show of a debate on television, uh, he was making fun of Biden for wearing a mask. And of course, now Trump has uh, the coronavirus. I do want to say, okay, I, and, I've, and I, I did talk about this a little bit on today's, I think on today's or yesterday's, I don't know, um, but a geeky gay episode, but I'm a little conflicted. A, I went on Twitter. Don't ever go on Twitter, by the way. Just don't. Like, don't go on Twitter. Don't look at political tweets. Like, you'll get upset. Because you'll see, you'll see comments one way or the other. I mean, whether you're like, you hate somebody or you love them, you're going to see an an opposing tweet. So if you, if you're easily offended, don't look at Twitter. That's what I'm saying. But I looked at Twitter (laughs) and I will say this, I am a little bit, and you may totally disagree with me, but I do not think people should be making jokes about wanting someone to die, whether it be him or anyone else, like, like making these jokes about like the Grim Reaper, you know, these gifts of the Grim Reaper and all this kind of stuff. It's like, you know, he's still a human being. Yes. I understand the sentiment, but I don't think we should be joking like that as human beings. I do not think we should be like saying, all right. And in those people's defense, he is a public figure and it's very difficult in, in the same ways that we don't have the same kind of libel laws that apply to public figures because becoming a public figure kind of makes your public persona the thing that people think you are, even though they don't really know what you were like in your private life. So it's like in this case, when people are saying, you know, I hope that Donald Trump gets sick and dies, um, what they're talking, what they're really saying is, is that this television guy that's constantly screaming in, in like a bad guy and a villain, like a villain in a, in a movie and, you know, does these over the top and says the most ridiculous fucking things. And, you know, it's like, I hope that that person dies because 
that's the only place they ever see him is on TV. So in their mind, they're equating him to a TV character. And just like you really, really hope that, you know, the bad guy on your favorite procedural, like, you know, gets what's coming to him or whatever. It's the same kind of thing. They're not really, Donald Trump to them is not a person. Donald Trump to me is not a person. Donald Trump to me is some, I've never met, I have no connection to him. He's just a guy on the TV. He's like, I realize he's a real person, but he doesn't directly inter, you know. Right. Well, and he may be deplorable in his own personal life as well. I mean, that's. Yeah, he might be. But I'm be. just saying. No, I I'm get what you're saying. saying that it's, it's, it, there's a, there's a phrase for what you're doing, Adam. It's called tone police. It's like you're being a tone police. <laughs> it's like, also, uh, go ahead. I feel like the, the Republicans can use that as fodder. You know, when you that know, is a horrible, we, that is a horrible, I'm going to stop you right there. We don't should you take the ever, high road. Don't you ever do or not do something based solely on the fact that you think that another group is going to like view you badly for doing well, that. Well, they that's, could use it as fodder. They could reason. use it as ammo. They they're going to, here's a, here's a news alert. They're going to do it anyway. They're going to find something. They're going to do whatever that they can do to, to get it. It's kind of like in that debate the other night, uh, all right, no, I don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about Trump getting coronavirus, and you're saying that people making fun. All right, I agree. You know, people well, shouldn't. Okay, and here's the other. Here's because the other I feel thing. only because I feel like it would be politically bad if he died. I feel like the best hope for the 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 side of the light in this situation right now. Because all right, let's think about this, Adam. If he gets better in a couple of days. <laughs> Then he's basically just like, hey, it was no big deal. All you people are a bunch of pansies. It's no big deal. Look, I had it. Right. Uh, I'm old. Look at me. I bounced back. Uh, you know, it's like it's nothing. With it wasn't the even best as, medicine. wasn't even as bad as the flu. You know, so he's if he's if he if he, if he cures himself in a couple of days, he's going to be insufferable. Okay, that's that's a bad outcome True. for us. All right, and his followers are going to be insufferable. But if if he dies, kind of the opposite happens. Then he becomes sainted and he becomes, you know, a martyr and a saint. And that's, that's also bad for us. The best case for us politically is that he gets sick from it enough so that he has to be hospitalized, which I know he was just sent to Walter Reed tonight, but it's like, if he's in that hospital, like remember Boris, uh, from the UK that was like spent two weeks on a ventilator and like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's like if something like that happens to Trump where he literally like had to go into the hospital and be put on ventilators and stuff like that. And, and he survives. Right. It's like, cause I feel like we often too often, uh, the Republicans are just looking at the number, just going, Oh, well they didn't die. They didn't die. It's like, but surviving this thing has its own nightmare to it. Right. It's like, it's a respiratory disease and you come out of it with scarred lungs and with, you know, lifelong problems here. It's like, so it's like the best case is that he actually goes through it, survives enough to be like, Holy shit, I was wrong guys. It's like, this is a real Would shit. He ever it's say like, that though? I'm just saying, I mean, it's like, to me, that's the best case scenario is that he actually like has a change of heart that he actually like went like, like the right. Grinch. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Adam, but until the federal government oh. gets behind these things, we're going to be playing, you know, shut down bingo or whatever, or shut down whack-a-mole. It's just like, this is just, there's no way out of this until we you know, have some kind of leadership and some kind of federal guidance here of like going, guys, these are the latest facts. This is what you need to do. Yes, you can do that. No, you can't do that. And you can do this with a mask. You can do this outside. You can, it's like, there's 
50 states and each state has hundreds of counties and there's that many different sets of regulations, right? It varies by county in Florida as to what the regulations even are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, Mark and I got to talking about it and we and Mark asked me, he's like, what would happen if Trump died before the election? So I did some Googling and there were some news articles about it. Okay, there were some news articles about it. Daniel, Adam did his homework. We do not have (laughs) a good way to handle that particular situation, it probably won't happen. He's probably not going to die because we have, I mean, I'm sure he has really good health care. But if he did. Yes. Or he became incapacitated. Yes. There's nothing in the Constitution to deal with someone currently running, either withdrawing or dying uh, before the election this close. Right. Uh, there is something that says if the president-elect dies or withdraws, that the VP elect becomes the president. However, there's nothing that states when the title of president elect happens. Is it when the electoral college votes or is it when the Congress accepts the votes, which is in January? The other thing is, if he were to die or become incapacitated before the election ever happened, what would happen is the Republican convention would have to nominate a new person to run for president. However, the problem with that is there's not enough time for states to get the new person on the ballots. And there have already been mail-in votes. Right. So there could be legal battles because some states do not allow their electoral college members to vote for anyone (laughs) other than the person that's on the ballot. Yes. So that means that should he die, some of those states that have electoral college members that are banned from mm-hmm. voting for anyone other than the person that's on the ballot no, it, it's, it's going to be a like, mess that it would just, be fucked yeah and it, like, it just, it just be, you know it just underlines the fact that our election system is not a coherent election system it is it is a collection of 50 different election systems all of them with their own quirks all of them with their own rules and and whatever the only thing that the federal government dictates on elections is the day that it happens it's like it has to happen on this day and uh but uh, aside from that you're on your own is to figure out what your rules are so yeah well so cyclone is asking if i'm reading from notes well i read it I've read two or three articles like recently, so I remember. So there are all these scenarios that could happen. But the bottom line is um, that if, you know, Congress can move the election date, but that's never happened. Yeah, it's going to be impressive. I have a feeling there will be a lot of, you know, unanimous consent kind of a things. It's like uh, the Republican committee is going to meet by and by unanimous consent, they're going to, you know, nominate Mike Pence and forego the um 
forego the, you know, the having the convention or whatever. And it's like, and then those states that have electoral college, it's going to be way easier for those legislators to actually just create a law around that to like, you know, yeah. to change those. But, it's like, it's, but no matter how, yeah, it's going to, the point it, is we don't it's have, be, it's going to be crazy. A clear law. We don't have clear laws and states make their own laws about the electoral college votes. I didn't know that either. And I, so and I would like to point out, Adam, different. I would like to point out that, that you should, we should be thinking about this from both sides. Not just like right now. So Trump is in the hospital right now. Don't just think about it from Trump's side. Biden was at that debate the other day, and there is some train of thought that Trump may had been non-symptomatic and you know was actually spreadable at that debate. And it's like so. Even though Joe Biden tested positive today, you know it could be another week or so before he actually tests positive. If he was just like, so in this case, so now if you want to extend out this scenario, now Joe Biden gets put into the hospital with, what if they both died? (laughs) Exactly. What (laughs) if one or either or both of them die? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's it's Nancy Pelosi, you know? Okay. Here's another scenario. Um, all, I can't remember which scenario this was, but, but there is a scenario in which the House of Representatives chooses the president from the top three electoral college vote getters. Yeah, but that's, and, that's yeah, that's one of those arcane. But here, things, yeah. but here is the catch on that one. It's only one delegate per state, so it doesn't right. matter that the that the Democrats have a majority right now because Republicans have more delegates. Republicans have twenty six, and Democrats only have. 24 or whatever it, so adam you're i mean you're way overthinking the i mean well, i just read articles i know i'm just saying there's a this. there's a lot of you know these are clickbait kind of things it's like yeah it's going it was to the be the washington post it's going to be interesting yeah it was a clickbait headline though well yeah i'm just saying it's going to be interesting it will get resolved some way it's like the you know the world will go on the united states will go on in some way shape or form uh but yeah I, I would imagine that in that case, yeah, they would just go down the line of succession and just like be like, okay, well, I don't know. I don't know what they would do. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's not mine. I don't have to worry about that. But I just wanted to say that, that uh, did you watch this debate at all? Absolutely not. I cannot. In, in, look, most times I can't stand debates because I don't like watching people argue and I don't like watching people be mean to each other. Although I <laughs> Although do, there was a day, there was a day that debates weren't that right. The debates weren't well, yeah. people arguing or and those uh, were boring. So that was the other way. Oh, it was okay. like, oh, I'm for a fifteen percent tax, blah blah. And you're like, oh my god, I'm so. But um, anyway, so it's funny though that I'm so attracted to law and like I really enjoy like being on a jury and stuff like that. Although, but you I can't find sit that, through a presidential debate. But I cannot, but I knew it was going to be a shit show and I've read a lot of articles and I've listened to some podcasts after the fact. I've heard all the audio clips and all that. Yes. But sitting there and watching 90 minutes of Trump uh, constantly interrupting Biden yes. and lying and being the jerk that he is. I just like I can't when Trump I don't watch the news most of the time anyway, just because of Trump mainly. But when Trump comes on the news, I have to leave. Um, I have to leave the room like he. <laughs> I really get like blood boiling like I just cannot handle it. There was no way. But uh, but I did. I have read articles and listened to some clips. And yeah, I feel like Trump's strategy was, you know, 
his Hail Mary at this point in time, because he's losing nationally in all the polls. And something was said on the Archer gangbang that both you and I were on the other day that, uh, you know, that, well, they got the polls wrong in 2016, but I, unlike the rest of the panel felt that, you know, the polling agencies learn from their mistakes and they've adjusted for things. I don't think that they're going to be as wrong this, this time. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, but I, I, Egg Gong in the chat room says VP House Leader President Pro Tempor. No, see, that's different. That's if a sitting president dies, yeah. that's the line of succession. But it's different when you're in an election. Right, because there is no president elect until after the election. Right. So it's just like, yeah. All right. So uh the what was I saying? Adam? You were saying the polls, your your fellow members. Oh, yeah. of All gang right. So he's and, way behind in the polls. Yeah. yeah. And you know, no matter what you want to say, he's way behind it. And he knows that, right? So, so his, his strategy, his strategy, the Republican Party strategy is to keep Democrats from voting. It's like the more Democrats they can keep from going to the polls, uh, then the better off it's going to be. Their biggest hope is that on election night that the exit polls of the people that showed up in person to vote will say that Trump was ahead and then they can start suing to keep the mail-in ballots and slowing those down. So they have two or three days where he's ahead and then it looks like, oh, Joe Biden's trying to steal the election. Like that's their Hail Mary. That's their one Hail Mary. If he loses badly on election night from the exit polls, then there's no game to play. It's it's over and there's no no need to worry about it. It's just over. Right. Um, well, that's why I we, say vote in person. Right. But then we're going to have to worry about what the fuck he's going to do uh, from the day that he loses the election until January 20th. It's like, what kind of crazy shit is he going to do in office? What kind of executive orders is he going to issue uh, in that period of time? That's just like, you know, because he's lost and he's going to have to leave and he's, you know, he's, I don't know if you know this, Adam, he's not a uh, good loser. Um, <laughs> I just, that's the part that, that he is, me. however, the biggest loser. He is. But here's the thing. Here's no, I that's believe, a different show. I'm, that's I'm a different totally show. God. His his strategy to me, it seemed, was to try to get Joe Biden to stutter because for weeks, the narrative on the Republican side has been that Joe Biden is has Alzheimer's. Joe Biden it doesn't have he has dementia. Joe Biden, it, you know, doesn't know how to he'll, he'll stumbles over his words and he's he's got some mental issues and he's he's not fit to be president. Look at him. He's 77. He's not mentally fit to be president. Uh, he's just going to be a puppet for the other. So that that's the narrative that Trump has been trying to paint for weeks. So, of course, Joe Biden being on TV and giving a coherent answer to a question is going to fly in the face of that. So what Trump was trying to do was to trip up Joe Biden and try to so that what he he would forget what he was saying or that he would lose his train of thought or that he would revert back to some stuttering issues that he used to have it's like so they'd have some like, negative sound bites right. so that they right. would that was what they wanted that's that what they desperately wanted that Joe Biden never gave them was a a moment that they could show on TV of Biden saying something stupid and go well he's not mentally fit and it's like Trump lost that so it struck me as is humorous Earlier that you said that Justin Robert Young, a political uh, podcast that we both listen to, had I have not listened to it yet. You said that he said that Trump won the debate. Yeah, that's what he said. But I I feel like that was Trump's that was Trump's whole gambit, and he lost it. So I don't I don't know how anybody could win that debate because all right, he, the whole well, concept the, of the debate he's the only assumes one that I've, he's the only one that I've heard say that. 
Yes. But then the other sources of news are have been liberal leaning. Like I've listened yes. to. Um, but I, I'm just wondering if what he was saying is, is that as far as this, you know, if if you were neutral going into this debate, you would have sided with Trump. But I my whole contention this whole time has been there are no undecideds in this election. There's nobody was watching that debate to try to figure out which side they were going to watch. It's like. People that were watching that debate were watching either A, to watch Trump fuck up, or B, to watch Biden fuck up. That was Those were the people that were watching that debate. It wasn't. So Justin Robert Young, in, you know, in this vacuum world where things matter, of course, he's like saying Trump got the most points of the game. But what I was trying to say is, is like there was, there was no one to sway. Well, yeah. I mean, basically his point was he thought Joe Biden didn't bring as much energy in the first half as, as he needed to. And that um, and that Trump was successful at derailing basically any, you know, he was like his strategy was to derail and keep Joe Biden from being able to get across any points. Right. And that he did succeed in doing that for the most part, that there were a couple, you know, for for he's like for the first half, Biden didn't get much in at all. And and then, you know, he said now Biden did gain energy as the as it went on, whereas Trump seemed to lose energy as it went on. Um, yeah, I didn't probably because he had the COVID, thing, but maybe because <laughs> he was. So I don't was, know. Anyway, uh, but then, you know, the COVID. my my more liberal leaning sources, you know, say that Biden won or that Biden did the better job. And, you know, so I don't know. I say Biden won because I mean, just simply because. Well, I don't think I said that Biden won. I think I said Trump lost. And I'll stick by that. Trump lost because what he was trying to do didn't work. And that's that's what it is, Adam. That's all it is. Excellent. It is the segment of the show where we read your emails and play your voicemails. We have no emails this week, Adam. None. <laughs> I, I didn't have a sad trombone. Yeah. Sorry. Quite a while to get there. All um, right. Uh, however, Adam, we did get a voicemail. It came in from our dear friend, Nelsa. Uh, we were just on the Archer Gangbang with Nelsa. We were. Night. Yeah. So if yeah. you haven't heard that, go over to, what is it? Archergangbang.com. No, it's no, just no, archer.com. Probably don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. And it's a double R. Hello, Adam and Daniel. This is Nessa. Hi, so, Nessa. Um, I'm going to turn this up because I want to make sure that you hear this. Uh-oh. Lordy Lou. Um, so I am I took today off because I have this huge history project due. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, on Friday. And I want to make sure, like, I've finished it up. I want to go through, fine-tune it, make it look good. Yep. So I'm looking at other examples that the professor provided to us. And the last one I look at has, like, a musical montage thing. And this is how it's starting. So just know that because of you, I could not make it 15 seconds into this presentation because I started laughing hysterically. Anyways, love you guys. Bye. 
Oh, I, I would have laughed outside. This is, this is reminiscent of the time that, well, you know, you and I popularized the screaming goat in the Whitney Houston song on this oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were in Vegas. And uh, when the Whitney Houston impersonator came out, everyone wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. What a coincidence, though, because literally that was just like some movie that was on a list. And then her her history professor has this in like a montage. That's so, oh, it is. I you know, have never is, heard that before. Right, but it's one of those. There's a oh, there's a name for it, and I always forget this. It's called like priming the schema or something. It's like that. It's iconoclastic. So like, no, it. Yeah, so it has to do. You know, Adam, I don't like to talk about it, but I do have a degree in psychology. It has to do with your schema, right? The things that you because our brain always looks for patterns, so we recognize things that are within our our world. So that's why, like, when you buy a new car of a particular model, when you're driving on the road, suddenly you see more of that model out on the road. He's like, what the hell? Everyone's got the same model car. I do. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's because they've always been there. It's just that you, you're now invested in that schema. Like, like when you're driving down the road and you look in the car next to you, you don't sit there and endlessly wonder. It's like, I wonder what's going on in their life. I wonder like uh, what their morning was like. It's like, we just, we don't have time for that. We just pattern. Oh, that's a person that is not important to me. So I feel like, uh, yeah, this is just an example of that. It's just it's something to do with your scheme. It's like because we uh, all recently discovered about Chisholm and and how it sounds like Chisholm. <laughs> Maybe the professor listens to our show. That's what it could, it could be. And was inspired when he or she was creating this montage. That is some that is some powerful right. thinking there, my friend. Maybe. <laughs> it's like that is some powerful thinking. So they they listened to us, so they must have done what we what we said. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you, Nessa. We appreciate that. Uh, uh, we, like I said, we were on uh, the 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 gangbang with uh, with Nelsa. Yep. Now, did you um did you listen back to the to the Archer gangbang? No, I haven't had time. I literally like went to bed and then worked today. Okay. So no, I have not. Okay, great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm what, sorry. What I was, was I supposed to? I, I'm just scanning through Twitter right now, seeing if we had any Twitter messages or anything. Uh, I, we don't have any email or anything. Like that. Was there something I was? No, I was just saying. No, if you wanted to hear the, if you wanted to hear the beginning of that whole history uh, story about why Nessa is redoing her history project, you can go listen. To it. It'd be like a, a little story within a story. So you start over there, you listen to why she, and then you hear the follow up here. On why, and then next week, I guess she'll listen to Big Fatty online, and you can hear the resolution of it. Like she'll call in there and be like, "Oh, I got an A on my paper, hooray!" And then Fatty will have no idea what the fuck they was talking about because he wasn't on the gangbang and he wasn't on this show, so he he will have no idea. And hilarity will ensue. You know, I I think he purposely did not join the gangbang because he was scared that there was going to be political talk. I don't know. Also, I feel like I feel like he didn't show up on the gangbang because he didn't want to be there with me because I basically on two different podcasts last night was like uh, last week yeah, was last like week. was making uh, uh, causing uh, issues with uh, with the Pride 48 event. And he just he just didn't want to deal with me. He's just like, Ugh, that asshole. I don't want to talk oh, to him. I don't know. I haven't talked to him, so I'm not really sure. Oh, that's your lying face. Oh, you're lying. No, Ooh, I don't. That's, no, that's... I have not. I don't have. First of all, I don't have a lying face. Oh, yeah, you do. And uh, <laughs> I don't lie. Uh, and so, uh, you know, another thing about that autism uh, or uh, love on the spectrum yes. uh, that I wanted to say and I forgot. I'll say it now. So the the as the long guy... as you don't expect me to edit it and put it back in. The no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, but the, the guy who who drew the anime really well. 
Yes. They're interviewing him. They're interviewing him. And there's one point at which he goes, okay, um, that was enough. And like yes. telling them that they need to end the interview. He, he's like, okay, now I'm going to go draw. Yes. And I thought, man, if I could be like, if I could just be like an autistic person, just in that instance where if I'm done with something, I could just be like, hey, I'm done. Thank done. you. It was very nice, you know. It's like, like right in the middle, like right in the middle of one of those really boring meetings, and just stand up and go like, "Okay, thank you. I, I've got okay. it. Thank you." Mm-hmm. Yes, I I'm have going to go now. now. <laughs> that was very yeah. nice. I have to go now. Thank you. I mean, I kind of did that last night, though, didn't I? You did. You had a actually, as the chat room was pointing out, uh, you had a 9 p.m. reservation at Whataburger. We did um, not eat Whataburger last night, but. Uh, it was kind of, and I, and I said this today on my podcast, but I found it amusing later because, um, I feel like I said, I have a hard stop mm-hmm. and at least in the, in the, and that's such an, like a, a um, a corporate term yeah, to use. Hey guys, I have a hard stop. I apologize. You know, I've got to, I got to jump on another call. I have, I have <laughs> a meeting with ELT at two. So yeah. you have me for another 53 and a half seconds. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. All right. So, Adam. Uh. I, we have number. I. I have to get us out of this segment. Hold on. What? What, Adam? Do you do you have a problem with the uh, wicked, wicked, wicked? <laughs> With the old Roadcaster Pro. You know, Mix Minus is made possible by the good folks over at Roadcaster. Let me just take a moment to chew your ear about the Roadcaster Pro. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, if anyone from Road is listening and would like to send me a Roadcaster No, not Pro, you, me, because I don't have one. I well, I'll need give to it, test I'll give it, it away oh. at a prize. To your co-host. <laughs> to Adam. <laughs> I will win that contest. <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, there was something here that you wanted to talk about. Uh, I know that, you know, I was so proud too, because you said on your show, it's just like, I'm going to save that to talk about on Mix Minus. And I was just like, oh, I'm glad you were proud. Oh, Adam was thinking about us. Well, so uh, what, tell us, what is this? We've all been waiting. It's like, I'm sure our numbers are probably double this week because of people that are running over from Geeky Gay could be. to hear what this is. I can't really show you. Because you won't see. But, um, so the other morning, and I'm enjoying, there are some problems with the Surface Duo. And I may, look, I will give everyone that you can think what you want. There, There is something that happens when someone spends money on something yes. that they want to like it. Yes, absolutely. So that could, you know, that could be part of it. But I am enjoying having this form factor. There are some problems with it, but I'm enjoying it. However, the other morning... I got up and I went to the bathroom. I was going to, you know, use the bathroom, whatever. And I, I'm always listening to a podcast, but I, a lot of times in the morning, I'll listen to it on speaker or whatever. And I sat and I had it open. I had it open, you know, and I set it on the, the bathroom counter next to the toilet while I was going to the bathroom. And I don't know what happened. I do not know what happened, but all of a sudden I heard a, like a slam. Yes. And it had fallen off screen first, directly onto the tile floor. Ah. Now I don't have any screen protector or anything because. Nope. Yep. I don't. Because I didn't want it to be bulky and I didn't right. want. And so. I get, it. I get it. Um. So I cracked the screen. 
Oh, dear God. Now, here, here is where, and this never happens to me. Like, I don't crack. Like, I went three years without cracking a screen. I have now cracked two screens in the course of a month. I cracked the screen of my old phone. I was in the shower. And it, it started dropping, and I caught it by slamming the screen into the wall that is a tile wall because it's a shower. <laughs> You know, and the, so the moral the here, screen. Adam, is that you should you should just not go to the bathroom with electronics. Anymore. I guess you not. Should just like, no, anyway, don't take any electronics so with you into the bathroom. This is where I'm going to get chastised by you. I don't care. Okay. Because I want, you know, I talked to Mark about this and okay. he was on board. He said, if you like it, you know, don't worry about sunk cost fallacy or any of that stuff. Just do what you need to do. So I tried to figure out how I would get this screen repaired. Yes. Well, um, I called Best Buy and they're like, no, we don't repair those. You really need to call Microsoft directly. So I looked at Microsoft. Um, because I did not buy the accident protect protection. Right. Um, and there is no warranty, inherent warranty for damage that you cause yourself. Uh, I have to pay them to fix it. Yes. They don't fix them. They send you a new one. And then you ship them. Your and own. you ship them the old one. And the cost for that. Is $650. $650, yes. And uh, so I am doing it because I like it and I don't want a cracked screen. So I am uh, so I am paying $650. So this, this $1,500 uh, Surface Pro Duo is now a $2,100 uh, Surface Pro Duo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a sad tale. It's a sad would, tale. I don't even there. know how you would put a case on that thing because do they, how do they make a case well, for s- s- flip screen devices like that? So this is what I should have done. I don't want a case, but what I should have done because a case might not have protected it because it literally because I had it open, yeah, and it literally somehow ended up fa- screen down. A case would only protect this part, this outside part, right? Yeah, but they do sell. And I should have looked. I mean, Mark does this on every single one of his phones, and he always recommends that I do this. Um, those, um, the semi-glass, they're, they're like glass screen protectors that stick on, mm-hmm. but they're an, like an extra layer of glass. They're, and so if you drop it or you anything, that breaks first. One time I slammed the, the trunk on Mark's iPhone. Yeah. We were putting groceries away and he had set his phone in the little edge and I went to close it because I didn't know his phone was there and the trunk came down and he had one of those things on there and it it basically, and you don't really know because it's glass and it's thin, so you don't really notice that it's there. So you thought that you shattered his entire phone. Yeah, but I didn't. He just pulled that off and put a new one on and it was fine, but... I if I get one of those and I didn't even think of that because this is so new I didn't even think they would have something like that for this. Right. But they sell that on the Microsoft website. You can actually get those glass screen protectors for this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the glass and they have glass screen protectors for both sides. Now for the outside I, you can probably you'll probably be able to get cases but I really I like how thin and like everything it is. I don't want to like add an, a bulky case on. No, it. no, I, I I'm there with you. I they, hate that I have a, a case on my phone. I hate it. They do have a bumper just to like protect the edges, but I didn't even put that on because it makes it bulkier. So I didn't like. 
And the bumper wouldn't have helped because it literally landed flat. I mean, it didn't hit an edge at all. The edges are fine. Like, all the corners are fine. It literally. I don't even see the crack on the screen. No, you can't. Like, Like, I'm saying I can't. No, you won't see it. It's one of those hairline fractures. I mean, there's. And and it still works, right? Yeah. Well, then. Do you see? Yeah, I see. You see the crack right there? there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that goes up. Oops. Wrong way. That goes up and all the way over. Ah. But you can't, you won't be able to see it on camera. But it drives me crazy. So, there $650 we go. worth of crazy? Apparently. Okay. I've already done it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing it. And uh, I you know what, Adam? I'm not going to chastise you. It's your money. You can do whatever you want. You you have your so, uh, your Walmart f- windfall. Uh, by the way, whatever happened with it? Did, did you uh, sell your Walmart stock? I did. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy index funds, yeah, but I haven't done I that yet. I believe that is a really good idea. I believe I was I, the one that came up with that idea. And I'm, oh my God, I, we're running really late. It's impossible for us to run late. I'm just saying we're running longer than usual. Let's do this. Okay. News game. It's a news game. It's a news game. What questions will he ask? It is the segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times Friday News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will provide the correct answer. Uh, these are multiple choice answers, so I'll try to do it without being told what the multiple choices are. But if I get stuck, I will ask for the choices. Uh, if you'd like to play along, you may get over to the nytimes.com, search for news quiz, and you can play along. Adam, what is the first question today? I feel like you may do, I mean, you always do well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate that, but you always do well. Uh, but I feel like the, these questions appear to be very up your alley today. I okay. mean, maybe I'll find a sports one towards the bottom. Uh, all right. Which of the following has President Trump deducted as a business expense to reduce his tax burden, according to the New York Times investigation? It was... Uh... It was his haircuts. It was, um, but I don't know if it was listed as haircuts or beauty or um, is, what are the choices? Ivanka Trump's wedding, a new swimming pool, Brioni suits, or Brioni, I'm not really sure how to pronounce that, and hairstylists. Hairstylists. Because that was one of those, you know, how do you spend so much money on something that looks so fucking bad? I can tell you. <laughs> you want to know? <laughs> Yours doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. But I mean, it can. I've seen lots of people coming out of my hair salon that don't look good. Some old men that mm. d- don't know what the hell they're doing and they pay a lot. Yeah. Okay. Not $70,000 or whatever he had on there. But yeah. okay. Um, yes, that is correct. Uh, it's, it's, it's for hairstylists. So uh, there you go. Which team won the first championship of a major North American league? Oh, this is a sports one. In the COVID-19 era. Uh, the New York Big Ballers. Uh, what, what are my choices? Your I choices have... are the Miami Heat, the Houston Astros, the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
and the Seattle Storm. So I, I seem to recall someone saying something about the Lightning because they're here. And um, there was a, when we were returning the other day, there was a plane flying over downtown Tampa that had a Go Bolts sign behind it. Um, Is that your final answer? Yes. That's the only one I know. It's the only team I know out of that. Damn it, you got the sports question right. Yeah. Um, I would only, only because it's a Tampa Bay question. That's the only uh, reason I got that right. Uh, That's a hockey team as well. Yes. All right. uh, Number three. You know, hockey team, you know, because we're big here in Florida. I remember as a child going out on the lake in the morning in the winter and playing hockey. Russians were urged Adam, to I'm re- lying. We don't have ice in Florida. There is no, it's like hockey is not a Florida sport. I know, but I was just. We have a hockey team. What kind of world do we live in? Uh, well, you can make ice. I mean, normally those are, you know, those are indoors in hockey rinks and arenas. It's called, you know what that's called? It's called ice privilege. Maybe. <laughs> just a, oh yeah. For us to have ice, you have to have a lot of money and you can refrigerate water. Why? Well, I find it interesting because usually those those arenas, they can also make them into other things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I, I I don't know that I've ever seen this, but I was very interested to see, like, is the floor under the ice or above the ice? Like, do they bring out the basketball tiles or whatever they are, the, the hardwood flooring and like put it on top of the ice? Or do they melt the ice and then there's something under it or like i find that fast yeah. fascinating i don't know why it's not really fascinating but i do. it's one that you could probably google it probably chat room says it was floor over ice because you could just melt the ice and then you know yeah, but then you have a lot of water that you gotta do yeah, something true with. they have pipes i'm okay. sure i mean how do they get sure. the water in there all right uh russians were urged to return to normal life but president vladimir putin yeah, put himself in, in a virus. <laughs> literally, literally went and bought one of those blow up bubbles, and he's like, just like, uh, no, no, there's nothing wrong. Go out, go out, comrades. Uh, everything is fine. Do not ignore me in the hamster wheel. I am fine. Uh, yeah, a virus free bubble. Yes. Which of the following safety measures has Mister Putin not taken? Okay. Or as someone say, Vladimir Putin. Which one anyway. have I not done? Yeah, I'll have to read these to you because okay. you won't okay. know. He outfitted his residence with a movable tunnel that douses people in disinfectant. I, I've seen a picture of it. I would say it sprays them, but it, not, that's a bit hyperbolic that it he, douses them. He wears rubber gloves at all times. He requires those who meet him face-to-face to spend up to two weeks in quarantine first. And he has not traveled abroad since January. Which of these things has he not done? So I remember there being something about him, people having to quarantine before they, I don't know if it's two weeks, but so I'm going to eliminate that one. And travel, I feel like he just traveled. Uh, I'm going to say it's, it's got to be the rubber, by process of eliminations, Adam, it's either the travel or the rubber gloves, and I think he's traveled. So I'm going to go with rubber gloves. Yes, that is correct, Daniel. Well, you're uh, you're three for three so far. Three for three. Wow. Uh, all right. Is there another sports one on here? <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just trying to sabotage me now, Adam. You're like my inner voice personified. Uh, that was a sol- that was a solid joke, by the way. <laughs> I was trying to pick the next question. I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, all right. Which American artist's early works were found to be copies of other artists' paintings? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Do you know how many artists I know, Adam? Here's another category Daniel doesn't know a lot about. Andy Warhol. Uh, I'm just gonna is is Andy Warhol a uh, no? The, I don't here are know. your what, choices. What, all right, here are my choices. Edward Hopper, Georgia O'Keeffe. I've heard of that name. Norman Rockwell. I've heard that. Or Grant Wood. All right, I've never heard of the first and the last. So Georgia O'Keeffe and um, Norman Rockwell. Norman, you know what? Norman Rockwell, that little thieving son of a bitch, uh, stole people's ideas. Oh, damn. That is incorrect. A graduate student has discovered that three of Edward Hopper's earliest oil paintings from the 1890s can only barely count as his original images. Two are copies of paintings found in a magazine for amateur artists (laughs) with detailed instructions for making copies. So it was like a paint by numbers sort of situation. It was like a stupid, stupid uh, Edward Hopper. All right. Question number five. Question number five. Which phrase will Japan Airlines retire from its? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the final question. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make that clear. There wasn't just question number five. This is the final question. Yeah. Final question, Daniel. It's the make or break point. I either get a C or I get an A. It's a low A, but it's an A nonetheless. So let's uh, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. What's what's the uh, what's the what's the what's the question? No, you don't get an A. Five questions make them twenty points apiece. You're uh-huh. already down to a a low B. I feel like uh, no, 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 no. Twenty points apiece. Five questions. I feel I like you know. I feel like it's it's probably an A because the rest what of the is class. This? Some some bullshit. Everyone gets a trophy <laughs> thing that we're doing now. Yes. Uh, which phrase will Japan Airlines retire from its in-flight announcements? Uh, don't don't sneeze. Uh, <laughs> thank you. All right, here we go. I'll give you choices. Welcome aboard. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, prepare for takeoff or sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. (laughs) Um, I want to say that it's the sit back and enjoy the flight because who the hell can enjoy the flight? But then again, this is the airlines deciding to do this, right? Yes. I feel like it's the gender thing. I feel like it's the, they won't say ladies and gentlemen anymore. They're going to use some gender neutral language. Is that your final answer? Prepare for takeoffs. They I, can't, d- I they don't can't, know what the right answer is. Welcome click, aboard. No, way, I'm just so. saying welcome aboard. You can't get rid of that. You can't get rid of prepare for takeoff. So it's between those two. It's either the, um, the really long one. <laughs> what was a really long one? Sit back, relax, yeah, sit back, and relax. enjoy yeah, yeah, the yeah. flight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's uh yeah, it's 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 the gender one, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! I got an A. It is. Adam. I mean, I, I don't know if you were reading the chat test. room. Those cheaters always give you the correct what? answers, but uh No, they I don't. don't. Know if you were, Ed yeah, Gong says haircut ladies and gentlemen after I already had said ladies and no, gentlemen. No, no, no. He said that before you did. Uh all right. Yeah, Japan well, I wasn't Airlines looking said it would retire the phrase ladies and gentlemen from in-flight announcements made in English and pledged to use gender neutral language. As of October first, I feel like that that's so. a that's a common thing. Like I feel like in my uh, they just rolled out our new signatures at work, and we actually are supposed to put our pronouns on our email signature now. 
So I'm supposed to be like Daniel Brewer, he, him. Uh, you know, I, I saw a really cute one the other day on the uh, TikTok. This guy that was just like going, I'm Jewish and I'm non-binary. So my pronouns are oy vey. <laughs> <laughs> I found it How amusing. Cute. All right. All right. Uh, uh, let me go, Adam. Yeah, that is the news quiz. Five. Four out of five. That is an A in a my B? book. That a is an low, A, a low B. A low B. Daniel, don't ever use the don't ever use the term smart with me. <laughs> what is don't a B? Ever. What is a B, Adam, other than an uncircumcised uh, A? All right, Adam. Uh, <laughs> we still don't have an ending for that? Yes, there was an ending. Okay, well, I'm not, you can cut that out okay. that I just well, said. Well, now I have to remember to put the, cut that out. <laughs> cut it out. I, mean, um, I would have thought with that Roadcaster Pro, I mean, it'll slice your meat <laughs> and, you know, blend your... You know, by the way, speaking of... Uh, I want... Look, I, I spend too much money probably. It's and only six hundred and fifty dollars. And, I, and I know I told you that I can't buy another mixer, but the reason is because I own too many mixers. Like I feel like I cannot, in good conscience, buy another mixer. However, I do want to spend more money on something that's not a an audio mixer. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I really want to get a Vitamix. <laughs> a Vitamix. Yeah, a Vitamix mixer. Mm-hmm. Because those are, I mean, all the pros use them. I've wanted one for years. Yes. And somehow Google knew this and put an ad up the other day. So you And I went it. over and looked. No, I haven't bought it. But, I, oh. but I'm really strongly contemplating. They now have an app and Wi-Fi and like all this stuff. <laughs> I, all you these know, different I settings. would not use, uh, personally, Adam, I will not use a mixer unless it has an app. It's like that is you know, the uh, paramount important to me is that I be able to put food items I, into a mixer and then pull out my phone with my wet hands and like I search guess around. I should call it a blender. That's what I should call it. But anyway, do you know you can make soup, hot soup, in a Vitamix without cooking it? Well, I mean, you are cooking it's, it because it's applying heat to it. No, it doesn't apply heat. It spins it so fast <laughs> that it, I think there's no heating element in these. It spins it so fast, the energy <laughs> created by the blades. They don't have heat, do they? Am I wrong? <laughs> are they heated? So, so the Vitamix... Spins the soup. Uh, I thought the I thought the like the energy created by spinning. It's all right, it sorry, it I'm up. gonna I'm gonna find this here. I'm I don't think find they have it. a heating element. I'm gonna find it here. I go. I'm gonna find it. Uh, Look, I could be totally wrong, but I thought <laughs> that heat was generated by the spinning. Uh, Here's a nice, helpful video, Adam. Let's 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 take a listen to this. this. Hey, everybody. I'm Cindy. Thanks for joining me today. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would ever spend $500 on a blender. However, this just isn't any old blender. This is a Vitamix, and Mike and I have had this for about two years now, and we use it almost every single day. Aha! Yes. I have found something online, and when you Google it, it is true. Okay, what? Vitamix heats using friction heat. 
Imagine if you could run your hands together 500 times a second, how hot they would get. Well, the same principle is happening on the blades. The blades are spinning at over 500 times a second, which creates friction energy that will boil cold water in eight minutes. Boom. Well, look at you, Mr. Uh, Mr. But continue, continue that video. Continue. I've already, I've already closed. You know, I will say this. There was a period of time. When I used to watch Home Shopping Channel to relax, yes, I found it very relaxed. I never bought anything, but mm-hmm. I found it very what those women with the manicured nails and they're clicking mm-hmm. the nails on the products and like, oh, look at the wonderful silicon whatever dealy bob, you know. And I found it very relaxing to just have that playing in the background. Mm-hmm. I know, you know that they, they uh, must have chat- a Vitamix on there at one time. Chat room pointed out that you can boil water in a microwave in three minutes. I'm just That's saying five minutes. Five. And also, I, uh, Zach has a little teapot downstairs, an electric teapot, you know, the tea kettle thing. That things will boil water in about two no, minutes. No, but think so. about it, Daniel. I really like tomato soup with like a cream based tomato soup. Yes. With uh, whatever Grilled you put in cheese it. sandwich. So in the Vitamix, now I would not be buying this for the soup. That's just a bonus. But think about it. You could put a can of tomatoes. Yes. Garlic, you can put onion. a can of tomatoes, a can of soup, and then no, mix no, them, a can and of tomatoes, garlic, soup. onion, gar- either garlic powder or real garlic, doesn't matter, uh, basil, whatever, and then heavy cream, a little bit of heavy cream, and then turn it on, and that's it. You you have soup, you have tomato, basil, cream soup in eight minutes or whatever, and all you only had to use one container. You pour it into the bowl and you're done. I mean, imagine how the world. Okay. All right. And then the cleaning is super simple, Daniel, because yeah. then you just pour a little water in, a little bit of soap, and they have a cleaning setting. Which so you don't even have water. to. Well, I don't know what it does, but I mean, it, oh. maybe, maybe a little man comes out and scrubs <laughs> down the I don't know, but there's a cleaning setting. So it's it's a five hundred dollar mixer. It's it's a hundred and fifty dollars less than your surface. That's the replacement. Yeah. <laughs> the, well. <laughs> uh, anyway, but in all of the everybody you see on like Food Network and everywhere, they're all using Vitamix. Well, then it's got to be good. I mean, if I mean, they if must. they're using it, then it must chefs be good. like in an actual restaurants. Actual, not fake restaurants. No but actual restaurants. Real, yeah, real, real restaurants. Real restaurants that pop up. And, and, and do things that they, they use them. Yeah, Adam, I, I think you should absolutely go ahead. You know, I bought an Instant Pot. I have one of those as well. <laughs> you know, it, it also boils water. It's like... <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, things that boil water for 100, please, Alex. Uh, you know what, Adam? Uh, people can reach out to us by emailing us at contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, that's we, we stream every Friday night, 10 p.m. on Pride48.com. 10 p.m. Eastern time, I guess you say. Next episode, I'm going to be making soup <laughs> live on the air. So, Adam's going to uh, make some soup for us right here on the show. Tomato, some basil, soup. cream. Are you going to be making that with your uh, Vitamix? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to drop it on the floor, and it's going to crack. All right. So, well, I, I, I look forward to that. Me too. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com.